0: Okay, attempt number two, uh, substance abuse. Uh, Substance abuse, I would say, started in eighth grade at the age of 13. Uh, The first thing we did was drinking. Would have been at a party I had, I believe, at my house with some of the older kids my brother was hanging with. Um, And it was a couple beers, three, four beers. Uh, Got buzzed off of that. Liked the feeling of it. Um, And this would have been about the beginning of the school year of eighth grade. Uh, After that party, you know, we started to party. We as in me and the group of people I hung around with. I would say... Once, uh, once a month, twice a month, and it was the same thing, it was uh, beer, and then we would pretty much drink whatever we could get our hands on at that age, stealing it from our parents, friends' parents, uh, older kids, and you know family members that could get us beer, um, but it was hard to get, so we were always searching for it. Uh, I was always one of the ones searching for it, so we had it for the weekend, uh, the weekend party. Um, in the first half of that year, it was stayed about the same. Uh, once or twice a month, a couple beers here and there would, would get us buzzed. Wasn't really drinking to blackout or anything. Uh, mid-year, I think we started experiment with marijuana and that would have been from our parents my buddy's parent uh, dad my buddy's dad my cousin's dad my mom my dad they all smoked weed it, it was hidden from us they didn't openly tell us that but being kids we searched and found it and you know it had suspicion so That was the main start. Um, We would smoke weed. We typically... I think we started smoking at the end of the year, and it was more so on weekends only, you know, and then a bowl between three or four people, you'd be high as hell for two, three, four hours, and we would go play at the arcade. or uh, That summer, we did a lot of dirt bike riding but we would just go up into the woods where nobody was around and hang out pretty much all day and just smoke you know a bowl or two and and that got us jammed up for that long Uh, it it was also at that time that you know we we started mixing uh, alcohol and marijuana together parties or whatever Um, if in that time, if we smoked during the day, you know, on a weekend or something or in the summertime, we typically weren't drinking during the day, uh, but if it was a party at night or a dance uh, or a function, you know, that we would do alcohol and marijuana, we would mix them, what the fuck? So, at that by the the midsummer, end of summer of the eighth grade year, hanging out with a lot of older kids. That's how we were sourcing a lot of the beer, and also our friends uh, in school who would sell lunch tokens for money that they got for free because of uh, being on welfare and stuff. Would sell those lunch tokens. To us at a cheaper rate, so we, we got our lunch cheaper. They graduated into doing that plus selling marijuana, um, small amounts, ten dollars, five dollar bags. So we would buy those week weekly or you know twice a month. And back then, a dime, 10, 10 bucks would last us, you know, a week or two. Uh, you just had to take a couple hits and you were high. Going into ninth grade. I would say the drinking in marijuana picked up a little more, but it was still on a weekend basis. Uh, in the summers was always more prevalent because we didn't have school. Uh, still mixing it, always mixing, smoking and drinking, you know at parties and at night. But if we were smoking during the day doing something, uh, typically didn't mix alcohol with that. would just smoke. Uh in Jesus. Uh. So going into my ninth grade year, we started hanging around a lot more the older kids. Um the drink drinking picked up a little bit because there were more parties, there were more dances, uh, and events like that. And the consumption went probably from, you know, three, four beers to five, six beers, or, or we would, we were stealing and, and finding liquor a lot more, because it seemed to be easier to get and conceal, and lasted us longer to, to get through, um, so when we, when I drank liquor, that's when I started getting sick, just because we didn't know how to limit it, kind of drank it, like you might drink a beer, um, wasn't a huge fan of beer, so kind of preferred liquor, but throughout the ninth grade year, I would say the the alcohol consumption went up to, you know, drinking six, seven, eight beers, uh, Was always in sports at that time, so that kind of kept me limited during the school year, during the days. Um, And we would, you know, just continue to party on the weekends. And and summers were big for partying, Um, going to these dances and events and stuff like that. It, I drank to be a part of a group, you know, that was the cool group or whatever. But it also opened me up to uh, you know, being more social, talking to girls, dancing, goofing off, um, you know, it allowed me to do that easier without, uh, being, I don't know, embarrassed or shy, whatever, Um, not that I am, but it just made, made me more outgoing, and, uh, I was always, from that time, took on the party role, you know, as one of the ones that was involved in that and in doing that. Perceived it to be cool, um, as well as the other people around me that did as well. Sophomore year, I, I would say things pretty much stayed the same. Um, nothing really changed, no other drugs, uh, going into my junior year of high school, I believe is when I started to play around with Xanax a little bit, I uh, would do that without mixing drugs, might smoke a joint or something and do some Z- Xanax, typically didn't do Xanax and drink, when we first started doing it, we would just do Xanax, but shortly thereafter, months months later, you know, you'd have drink and do Xanax, and or do weed, so... Uh, that was never my thing, really. I mean, we we did it, but we didn't. We weren't seeking it out all the time. It wasn't something that we had at every party. It was kind of rare, and it wasn't a big deal. Um, so I think the the usage of it was kind of low. Didn't use it all the time. Uh, in going into my junior year, my brother went away, left for college. He was always one that looked over me kept an eye eye on me um i got drunk and acted up you know he was the one that came down on me or took me away from it took me away from the party even though he did party he didn't smoke as much weed it was very rare for him to do that he would drink he could keep it under control where i just you know took it to the limit every time um So that year, the junior year is probably when it picked up even more. Uh, Smoking weed became more prevalent. Uh, We would smoke weed before school, leave school sometimes, smoke it during the day. Kinda turned into like the stoner kid, but was still an athlete and, and proud to be that. So I felt I could do both or whatever. Uh, but at that time, I also started hanging around more and more people that were involved with other drugs and and, and older people. Uh, and, and I'd say a lot more people that didn't care about me. Uh, so that year, we would still party the same. We started going to college parties because kids my brother's age were in college, so we would always try to get to the college parties at the the school that was two blocks from my house, Um, and we were doing drinking to the point where you, I blacked out probably once a month, uh, and drinking heavily, and smoking on a regular basis, was always able to maintain sports, and you know, do okay in school, and you know, never, le- it didn't really affect that to the point of being in trouble. Uh, senior year, those kids I was hanging out with a little bit older um, also went away. You know, the the next, the, the, the guys that were seniors went away. So it was kind of like my group of friends' year to just party amongst ourselves we did go to a lot of college parties um but we also partied at my house and my buddy's house and my cousin's house on the regular uh mainly my house but what we did at all our houses and that again is pretty much every weekend we would drink and smoke and wasn't really mixing xanax into all that uh We did start using pain pills here and there. um, Once a month, maybe, with drinking and smoking. But, again, it wasn't something that I I seeked out to have all the time. We would grab pain pills if we could. Uh, We were never, like, hunting them down like we did with alcohol and marijuana. Uh, So that year same thing blackouts were you know on a once or twice a month basis and that was also the year that i started doing cocaine uh two of my buddies had did it at a party that at my house uh, well we always said that you know that wasn't for us that wasn't cool we're never going to do cocaine um But I remember, you know, feeling later in that year, like, ah, that's not my may try. So two of my buddies snuck off at a party I had and did a couple lines without me because they didn't know if I was into it or whatever. And I was, I remember being mad that I wasn't included with it. Um, so then like the next week, uh, we got, we got some more and I, I was in on it, you know, a half a gram, a gram, do a couple lines uh, and I started purchasing that as well in school I had a buddy that started selling it I graduated up from lunch tokens, the weed to uh, cocaine, the The weed and coke and everything other than alcohol was pretty much always purchased at school uh, so it was really heavy in our school with people who sold it and did it and participated with it, Uh, but at that time, you know, we'd buy a gram and split it up between a couple people, which is, you know, three or four lines a night, and we might do that twice a month, Uh, and then that's, that's also the same time where I realized it was expensive to do, so... I would buy it, you know. I would buy more of it in bulk to to sell it, and I had new people up at the college that I could go up there and sell it and make out and and make money and do it for free. So that's pretty much what I don't know. Blew my mind that I could not only do it for free, but make a good amount of money off of it. Um, I had dabbled around with selling weed for. Pretty much that whole year as well and, and did it on a, a low level basis and basically just to smoke for free but the cocaine was really attractive to me um and the got going to more and more places that weren't you know house parties or whatever out to bars and you know i, I probably started going to bars at 18 and started dealing cocaine at 18, uh, with weed a little bit, and I always had a supply, I always had a, um, a way to use it and and make money off of it, so it was like a win-win for me, um, and I kept that party, bad guy, cool guy, whatever, persona, you know, uh, that sold it, did it, party animal, but still played football and and could do everything. Um, So after my senior year was a pretty heavy year of drinking Coke and smoking weed, the weed was almost to a regular basis, but I still trained or a daily basis, I'm sorry. I still trained football and, and you know went to school. And when I went to school to play football the first year, I remember I had to clean up and I, I kind of quit everything. I didn't quit drinking because I knew I'd be drinking at college with everybody, but I couldn't be smoking weed because they would drug test you, couldn't be doing cocaine. Uh, so I kind of stayed away from it for a couple months and went to school, went to college. And started uh, drinking. And it's one of the ways I started fitting in with the older crowd or the some of the so-called cool guys whatever at college was being a party animal and just drinking. Um, probably was off marijuana for three months maybe and I had a friend of mine that came to me and said, you know, hey, I, I found some marijuana down here, you know, I'm going to, he was on the football team, he said, I'm, I'm just going to sell it, you know, you know anybody that wants some? I said, well, yeah, I said, I'll take it all, what, what do you have? So I bought it off of him, and then I, right when I bought it off of him, he kept a little bit for himself, he said, well, do you want to go smoke a joint? I thought about it and said, yeah, yeah, I do. I missed it. So we went and smoked, um, and even though we were playing football, we began to smoke again, probably once a week, or only on the weekend, uh, and binge drink uh, pretty much every single weekend, two or three nights a week. Wednesday night, thirsty Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes four nights a week, and just sought out parties and, and living in that atmosphere and uh, enjoyed it. Even though at that time I had started having, you know, more severe hangovers and uh, weekends, like Sundays were just nothing but a day of sleeping and trying to recover to get ready for the next week. Um, I did get back in cocaine a little bit down there um, toward the middle end of the year to the end of the year buying grams and and doing it with one or two people that pretty much weren't involved with football Uh, that year at the end of the year I also injured my back again uh, previous back injury so kind of felt like I was giving up on football I didn't, didn't really want to be there I just kind of wanted to be the party guy um, so anyhow I left school came back home for the summer and it was on with everything got back in, right back into the coke weed. Had, had a supply on me at all times uh, would sell it to do it for free, to make money, had money um, and I got a call that they were going to hold me out of the first couple weeks of spring training because I was injured and you know basically to, to free up another spot for somebody to, to come in uh, I still on the team but I, I I just took it as an insult and talked to my dad and decided two minutes on the phone you know hey they don't want to bring me back right beginning at camp, and, uh, he said, well, well, you're not going back then, and I agreed with that 100%, uh, so, I went to live with my brother, who had a career-ending four knee surgeries, uh, in South Carolina, and was on a full scholarship, but, he was done playing football, uh, and he was a party, he started partying more too, uh, in his college day, he did cocaine, he smoked weed all the time, uh, I, I just kind of started all that stuff before him, and then he, he got into it later, so I went to live with him, and it was like a free-for-all, once again, I had, I didn't have football to hold me down, So, we were drinking three, four nights a week. We'd do coke when we could find it down there. We smoked on a regular basis because we had supply down there. Um, And was always an outgoing, getting crazy kind of person at at parties. And and he was in a fraternity, and I was in a part of that. uh, Or uh, going to the fraternity all the time. And we would get into fights and, you know, break stuff, whatever, with other fraternities, and now my brother always had my back, like, it was always me and him, even though he was involved in this fraternity, uh, one night at a fraternity party, I had found some pain pills, and I was snorting them, crushed them up, and was snorting them in a, one of the, the guys that lives there's room, was a football player, they walked in or whatever, and I was actually doing it with another football player, but they had a problem with it, like, you know, I was the the problem, and they ended up bringing it up to my brother and, you know, telling him they didn't want him in a fraternity or whatever because of me or whatever, and without debate, you know, he said, well, then I'm out. So, he... It wasn't just because of that. There were some other reasons he had with that. But it was one of them. Uh, So after that, it was just me and him down there. and We still went to his fraternity house all the time. We still went to other fraternity parties. Kind of as... I don't know, soloed. Just us. Uh, I never really fit in down there. Uh, More preppy kind of school... Well, it wasn't really my style. I didn't really feel like got got the ladies down there. The southern girl wasn't into me. I was more of a hip hop kind of rough rough guy. Uh, so decided I didn't want to stay there and came back to Washington. When I came back to Washington, my buddies that were involved with drugs were had blown up high level, a lot of quantity, a lot of money, and I got, I jumped right in with my business instinct and and started back at that, and uh, at that point, you know, the amount that I had enabled me to do insane amounts, and Provide it to other people, Uh, not only selling it, but, you know, if I went out with three or four people, I could put four or five hundred dollars worth of coke out a night. It was on me. I I was that guy that could provide it, had a cool, had a nice car, had a motorcycle, had a truck, uh, didn't work. And I guess at some point uh, I enjoyed that. and I I really liked that persona because I kind of looked up to those that when I was younger in the high school years. Uh, and started obtaining it, uh, it was also at that time I started, I, I had a mentality and a feeling that I was going to go to jail at some point, so I started dabbling around with steroids and working more on the tough guy thing, which alcohol, cocaine, and steroids helped exaggerate, um, and at that point, we were I was probably doing cocaine, you know, two to three nights a week, drinking three or four nights a week and smoking weed every day, doing steroids, you know, twice a year maybe, uh, cycle, did it, you know, two or three cycles over a year or two. Uh, I was going to school at the time with my brother's best friend, Joe that uh, was a fraternity member and a social person up at the college that we lived right by who would also help me distribute uh, drugs and make money and he was heavy into coke so we, we just made it a more common thing we were in the bars every single Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night, Saturday night, um, and it 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 got to the you know even earlier, but more so now. You know, a lot of, a lot of nights where you're up till five in the morning, six in the morning, uh, doing coke and drinking and having severe coming off of it severely and not wanting to quit or just feeling sick and at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., um, you know, I did, you know, do it for a whole day or whatever, but I, we were never really ones to go like two or three days and do binges like that, but we did binge, drink all night, do it for a whole day, whatever, uh, so I was going to school with him and at Cal U just, uh, taking classes to get classes in and partying all the time. Uh, after that, I, I had to find a college and I looked into going to Robert Morris for business. Um, so I did dad, went up there and I my dad bought me my own place up there, a little house and I was living on my own. Uh, my buddy Joe was still down at Cal U. So at th- that point we had had my brother in South Carolina, him at another school, me at another school, family members and the business we did in Washington, plus the people in the new places that we lived and bars. And so the the drug game and the, the drinking became a life, you know, the, the lifestyle continued to grow deeper, uh, as well as me uh, being that tough guy fighting, collecting money, you know jumping people which drugs and cocaine alcohol uh always helped take the edge off to, and made me be that kind of person easier and fulfill that role easier um so that year I was at Robert Morris I believe it was my first year or or uh, it was going into the second year. Uh, I had purchased steroids from Moorhead State football before I left. That you shoot before every anything I ever did was just pills. So all the other drugs stayed the same. I was still doing them all the time. I decided I got a job at the Robert Morris gym and decided you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do these steroids now and get even bigger because they were they were stronger and shots with a needle so I started shooting them in my shoulder and working out at the gym every day sometimes twice a day and I still smoked weed all day every day I would smoke a whole bowl and go into the gym high as hell and work out for an hour and a half um, so that year when I was doing that I was scheduled to work one day, and I smoked. I was shooting steroids, and I smoked weed out in the parking lot before I went into the gym. And I started working out, and uh, I looked at myself in the mirror, and, and something just triggered me. Like, man, you're you're on too much. You're. I was freak. I was huge. Like it blew my mind how big I was. Muscular, had long hair, and I. When I looked into the mirror at the gym, something just snapped and I thought I was having a heart attack. Like, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Um, so I was embarrassed. I was scared. I, I thought I was having a heart attack. I was pacing around. I didn't know what to do. I walked outside. I told him I couldn't work. But I was embarrassed to ask for help. I was embarrassed to say, I'm having chest pains. I'm, I'm having cold sweats. I don't know what's going on so I just kind of kept walking around, and I tried to go outside and breathe, and nothing was changing, and I ended up getting in my car, and going home, and calling my dad, who was at a hearing, and telling him that, you know, I, something's wrong with me, you gotta get up here, and, you know, he was kind of upset, he was like, you know, I can't, I can't be there right now, I, you know, what's going on, why, he came up like three, four hours later, and in that time when I got home and waited for him, I would lay in and out of my bed, get in and out of my bed with hot, cold sweats and muscle spasms and uh, chest pains and thought thought I was dying. So I went to the hospital and got checked out and you know, they said everything was good and I told him what I was doing, you know not everything I was doing, but I was doing steroids, and I partied a little bit, whatever, and, you know, the doctor told me, it may be for some people, but, you know, it's just not for you, the the steroids, you you should never, they're not working for you, it's pretty clear, so, I quit, I quit doing the steroids, I I never touched them again since then, Uh, but, I I continued to have the most severe and crazy panic attacks after that and I also got severely sick with a viral infection that I ended up going to the hospital twice and nobody could figure out what it was Uh, my throat and my mouth all swelled up I was dehydrated losing weight I lost like 20, 25 pounds in two months. Uh, and at that same time, you know, I couldn't smoke weed because it triggered more anxiety. These panic attacks come on even harder. Uh, so I, I wasn't really going out and drinking too much. And I remember I was in a weird place. I came back and I was staying with my mom for a week or two. And my, my buddy... He was a drug dealer, had uh, a bag of Xanax with like 40 or 50 Xanny bars, which are the biggest, in it. And I was like, man, I need those because I'm having severe anxiety attacks. And he he just gave them to me so you can have them, man. So that next week or two, I, I kind of used those off and on to try to help me... Deal with the anxiety and the, the panic. Uh it was at that time I kinda quit going to the bar for you know a couple weeks and I wasn't really answering people who were into drugs calls and stuff because I couldn't I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on with me and I couldn't do that. Couldn't get back into that. So while I was doing that, I remember seeing my buddy Joe call my phone one night. And I ignored it like I was ignoring everybody everybody else's calls. And uh, the next day I got up, was doing some running around, and I got, got a call that Joey had died. And that they found him in his car, uh, dead. Dead close to a bar we frequented in town, or actually at the bar and we, we had always said we would never do heroin, we would never do crack um, I, I experimented with pretty much everything I've done shrooms a handful of times uh, free base cocaine, I don't know the, probably 20 times, I don't even know if we did it right because really didn't know how to do it, but Did that, but never did heroin. It just wasn't appealing to me. Um, The people who did it uh, just were losers and thieves, and just it it was even worse. Cocaine didn't do that to the people I saw. You know, it exemplified things, it didn't make them downers. So, We found out that, you know, it was the heroin that killed him. It was actually the coke and the heroin. The the coke is probably the reason he got into the heroin to come down. Uh, And and it was just a a horrible time in life. Didn't know what to do, didn't know what to think. I remember I had, you know, today was $1,000 worth of cocaine on me that I was just holding because I wasn't doing it, wasn't out and about with it. And I just flushed it down the drain that next day because I said I was done with it. Uh, so when that happened, my brother didn't know what happened. He was calling me, "Where's Joe? Where's Joe? And has anybody heard from him?" And he he was up at our place in Coriopolis because he had started living with me, and I was in Washington. And he said, "Hey, you got to come down here. We can't find Joe." And When he got there, there was like, you know, eight to ten people at my house, friends and family, and I remember looking at my dad and telling, telling my dad, you know, are you going to tell him? And my dad looked at me and he said, you know, I, I can't, I can't tell him. So, my brother walked in the door and nobody had to tell him, he just, he knew, what you know, he was gone, and uh, I was one of the first ones to... Say, so, you know, hey, Joey's gone, man, and, and hug my brother and try to console him. And uh, just a horrible time. So, cut back on everything, wasn't doing Coke, was still drinking here and there, smoking weed, but not into doing pills and Coke, uh, staying away from it. I would say for three, four, five months, maybe then, you know, the weed came back slowly, With you know, after all that, and the the drinking was, the drinking helped with the anxiety and all that stuff, so it never, it it came back quicker and easier, um, but wasn't doing cocaine, and then slowly, I, I started getting back into that, and the people that were all around me were still doing it, and so that all continued to grow and to to be a part of my life. Still on a basis of blacking out three, four times a month, being sick, hangover, missing days just because you're sick. Uh, and then I, I graduated college. So when I graduated college, it was me and my brother living together and we got kicked out of our apartment because we bought a dog. So we, we ended up buying a house where I live now, me and my brother and a buddy, and it ended up being like a fraternity house. We were still all partying. It was a place to be after hours on the weekends, big blowout parties. Um, so once again, I enjoyed that role. Uh, at those parties, I was one of the drunkest, highest blackout guy. That, you know, I never really liked, I, I, I'd wake up the next day or something, I wouldn't be, I'd be disappointed that I, I missed part of the party because I didn't remember it, um, and that was common throughout the, the past three years as well, three or four years, but I remember starting, started feeling like, man, I, you know, I missed something, I missed a part of the party, or I missed a funny part of the night, uh, so... That continued for two years, and then my my buddy moved out. My brother got serious with the girl he's with, and he kind of moved away. I continued to do all those things, um, but started working construction. And by this time, when I my persona of tough guy and I'm going to jail, so you got to be tough because it's going to happen, turned into severe paranoia. Of going to jail, um, my buddy had got busted, and I thought for sure I was going down. I uh, found another guy for a year or two, and he got busted and you know thought again I was I was going to be part of that and, uh, started working construction, started working construction and still drinking, smoking. when I started working construction, I wouldn't smoke before I went to work during the day, it was after, but once I got comfortable in the job and the hard work, you know, we would smoke at lunch or whatever because all those guys did it. Uh, Pills were more prevalent on those job sites and stuff, so I started dabbling with pills again, pain pills and Xanax, whatever you could find, and I always had cocaine and could give it to people or sell it. So the the lifestyle was full-blown again of doing coke drinking and smoking and doing pain pills and pretty much every weekend and maybe in one night of the week but work kept me limited to a point because I had to be at work I had to show up I wanted to make the money I wanted to move up uh, so that was one of the things that kept me uh, a little bit level still when I would go out on those weekends and do coke and drink Uh, was having blackouts on the regular once a week or twice a month. Uh, Hangovers were pretty much weekly. Uh, And days missed like Sundays were pretty much weekly. Uh, And then I started running work for them and and kind of faded away from the selling. I I went to a smaller scale, um, worked more And with doing that, I also went to to using a little bit less, but was still using and and dabbling in it. Uh, Then moved into the car industry, took a jump, went there, uh, kind of about the time you met me. And I cleaned up there because it was a new thing. I didn't know if I was going to make it. I was scared to make it. So I wasn't smoking weed when I went to work. I wasn't doing coke uh if I did it was on the weekend when I didn't have to work and you know I would still black out a couple once or twice a month when I was partying on a night I didn't have to be at work the next day may have missed work you know once or twice because of being hung over but hardly ever in the construction and uh car selling days uh that's also the time I got with Emily, and, you know, the incident happened where I was doing coke and drinking, and she came home, Uh, so that was another another break, another point where I kind of stepped back and and wasn't doing it as much, and kind of got away from it, and at that time got got away from it for the longest I've ever have really I mean since then I've done it a handful of times I've purchased it maybe four or five times smaller amounts and just for myself and would do it here and there but definitely not as much um, you know in that time and kind of stayed away from that but you know and then started drinking less you know instead of drinking the normal 15 to 20, I cut back to 10 to 15, um, and staying away from coke, but still smoking weed, now the weed at that point was, uh, not, it came back to where I was comfortable, I would smoke weed before, during work, but, uh, more so weekend thing, and, after work because uh, I wasn't doing coke or anything kind of sought out something else so started doing pain pills when I can get them a little bit more I was always doing xanax uh whether it was anxiety or just wanting to do it that always was there maybe once a week twice a week three times a week if it was a lot um but the drinking had cut back and subsided and even further to the point where 8 to 10 beers is is a lot and that I'm drunk on that so I slowed down with that um cut back some and you know then we found out we were having a kid so and, and I was switching and moving into a new role uh at BMW so that again was something else I had to do it I had to make it as a manager cut back wasn't smoking before work wasn't smoking during work um had to make it happen Uh, still do it on the nights and on the weekends still drink a lot uh you know and have blackouts a lot less often maybe once a month once every two months uh, and then, you know, after we had my son, the, the same kind of behavior kind of continued. Drinking, you know, two, three nights a week on the weekends. And that's been the pattern since then. Drinking on weekends or holidays, parties. Uh, I kind of felt like I was in control of it. Uh, but I would still have these blackouts every other month or whatever and that's where we got you involved because Emily was upset with it. Uh, the weed has had came back after I was being a manager and comfortable in that role where I started smoking again and could smoke before work every once in a while and uh, you know during the day or whatever, but still wasn't as much as it ever was. It, it was limited and the amount of smoking with the past couple years has subsided severely where one or two hits a day was great for me three or four you know but not smoking a whole joint or bowl uh i moved back to mercedes-benz i I still same kind of pattern using drugs drinking smoking and pills if i could find them as i talked to you they're, they're very hard to find so could very rarely find them, and when I did, I just kind of enjoyed them and kind of savored them. I, if I found 10, I would try to space it out, so I had some for a while in case I there was something special or something I wanted to do. I wasn't doing them all at once or doing a lot or whatever, but I was still mixing them with drinking and smoking. Uh, so that's the point we were at, drinking less, and But still would have these urges, like I said, to have a night where I kind of went crazy and got drunk and would drink, you know, 10 beers and smoke a bowl and, you know, just get fucked up. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, And pretty much the end of the first session.